Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live. Live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Oh, yeah. Listen, little Def Leppard, those personal favorite. Me and my musical time warp. Yep, I'm proud of it. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I am just wrapped into this. I'll tell you, this is incredible. It's so Jetsian, too. Atik, you get a test. I've been watching this video from the final game of Che. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize that if the Jets would have won the game, they would have made the playoffs. <laughs> so not, not only, but this only the Jets can have this script. Not only did they not win. But then the team left. That's funny. Wow. That's terrible. Oh, my God. That is absolutely nuts. Uh, 11.03 on the Fantique interior. We'll get to some giant stuff a little later where Mike Kafka and Wink are very much on the radar and have a real chance. Certainly, I mean, you'd have to be. Kafka seems like it's, I mean, because neither one of the, I'm forgetting now who the other, uh, the other, other candidate is because Flores left. But. Neither one of them, Flores was the only one that had head coaching experience. So Mike Kafka, just like the other candidate, and it'll pop in my head in a second, but they this will be their first time being head coaches. So clearly Arizona's going with a first-time head coach. So mm-hmm. why not a guy who made the Giants into a very relevant offense this season and has this you know Andy Reid pedigree because he was the quarterback coach for Pat Mahomes when he first got there and obviously won a Super Bowl or helped them win a Super Bowl when he became pass game coordinator. Mike Coffin's got a great future. He's just young. Yeah. He's like 35 years old or 36 years old. He's young. He's young. And Wink's not. And he's been waiting for his chance to. Lou Anarumo, that's right, is the other one, the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, who's been mentioned many times before but has never gotten his opportunity. Lou has. Do you think if, let's say Kafka Kafka gets the job in Arizona – and is there a chance Dable calls the plays um, at that point? I, I think it, I think he does the exact same thing he did with Kafka to Shea Tierney, who is okay. the, who is the quarterback yeah, coach. My cousin. Yeah, very talented guy. cousin. Very talented. Um, who's basically followed him his whole career. So he's been with Brian Dable for a long time. 
And, you know, it was interesting. I think, who was talking to, who were we talking with this about? Um, I, I think it was Ian Rappaport, where we were talking about how sometimes head coaches who have offensive coordinators that they've been with for a while, not that they've been together for a while, but every now and then they kind of want that coordinator to get a head coaching opportunity or go someplace else just so they can bring in like a fresh idea, mm-hmm. like new ideas from a, you know someone somewhere else. So if Mike Kafka leaves, I know I would hate it because I like continuity with what they did with Daniel Jones and him going forward, but I think I trust Brian Dable to find the right mix of new coordinator, new new quarterback coach to help, you know, this thing going forward uh, for Daniel Jones. Um, and, I, and I think there's a guy in waiting already. I think Shea Tierney is sitting right there. Maybe he's not ready yet, yeah. but I think that Dable has a plan for this already. I don't doubt that Dable has a plan, but the Bills had a plan as well, and their quarterback regressed. Hmm. Yeah. That's a lot, of, a lot of turnovers. Man, I just want to see Jones run it back with the same guy, but you want to see somebody who did a good job get elevated. It's tough. I, I mean... I'd be I'd be happy for him. Well, I would hate it, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's, the, it's the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. Well, true. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. Brooklyn Stefan, what's going on, Stefan? How are you? Everything is great. Fellas. Great topic. Um, just wanted to highlight, you know, Stevie comment, Uncle Stevie, his comments. You know, yeah, man. all he needed at the end was to say ho 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 because he's been Santa Claus. Yeah, that's right. You know, Mets fans. Like, everything we wanted, one of the best things, and I know they touched upon it earlier, was you know, they're, they're spending wisely. Besides Verlander and Mad Max, obviously, we got Kadar Senga. I think that's going to be under the radar move. You yeah. know, he has a lot of potential. The upside, if he does anything close to what Tanaka did, he's, he's, that's going to be a great pickup. McNeil extension. Like, what I love, fellas, is that Uncle Steve, he's, he's added depth to this uh, team because past ownership, it, it would, they would sign one or two players, and everything needed to go right. Everything needed to go right in order for them to compete. We hit 101 wins last year. I didn't have them doing 101 wins. I don't know what you guys had them out if you guys made those predictions. But, yeah. you know, that, that investment also, the ownership, uh, Cohen, he's hired the right baseball people. There's analytics, there's coaching. And obviously, the cherry on top of all of this is that we got Buck Walter. You know, Buck Walter uh, at the helm, which I think is great. And uh, hopefully, fellas, you know, I'll be listening. I'll be watching the games from spring training all the way through. And hopefully, I, you know, I'll be calling in the summer when, you know, things heat up and warm up. And hopefully in the fall, you know, Bucky will be celebrating like his counterpart, you know, uh, you know, um, who won his first one at a later age down in uh in, in, in Houston. Yep, so. Dusty. Yeah, yeah no, Dusty. I, listen, yep. Mets, Mets obviously have a lot going for him. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit of a ways off, but... Um, you know Cohen's response to those who are taking issue with his with his approach. You got to love it. I mean, this is what you've lusted after forever. All the times, all the think about this, guys. All the times you said to Yankee fans, "Yeah, well, anybody could buy." Yeah, whether it was true or partially true, or jealousy, or a little bit but, of everything. But it's not even true, though. But I'm saying, you wish that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. were saying that about you. Of course. Now we're not, but now some people are. Mm-hmm. It's it's a nice role reversal. It is. it is tough, and and yeah, anyone can buy, but the reality is most of these owners aren't. They're just they're not doing it. No, I mean just specific to the. Yankees, I understand though. that, but like any of these owners could. We were yeah. just talking about you know the Cleveland uh, um, Guardians owner. Right, he has, he's he's almost six billion dollars. He could spend the money if he wanted he to. Could. 
He just does it. You know so, what? So, yes, anybody could, yeah. except for a couple of the ones that we mentioned that aren't quite Reds, billionaires. But you know what I mean? But, A's. like, anyone theoretically could, but most don't. Yeah. Because they're, they're too obsessed about making money as opposed to winning. And it's not a passion. And that's why Steve is the double or triple threat. Yes. He loves the Mets, and he's got more money than anybody. How yeah. does that not go well? <laughs> I mean, think about that. It's a dream scenario. The guy loves the Mets, and he's as affluent as anybody. Yeah. Good luck topping that. Exactly. Now, I don't know the answer to this. Hoff, jump in for a sec. What Do you love City Field? Love it. Like, give me I'm, your little uh, brief scouting report on City Field. Do I love it? I think it's kind of run-of-the-mill. I think a lot of the newer ballparks have that same feel. There's nothing too much that really steps up. I was like, wow, uh-huh. City Field. Mm-hmm. Like you know that I mean? one identifiable characteristic that... That stamps it Mets right exactly. outside of the apple. Listen, when we especially when it first opened up, well, the yeah. statue is there now. Well, the Zebra well, statue is there. Finally, now. it took a long time, I but when it but first it's there, it's there. When it first opened up, the only t- place you saw a New York Mets symbol was on the trash can. Yeah, so it was it, old Brooklyn Dodgers. That yeah. was a huge story. That was a big problem. No doubt, it's taken care of with that, and yeah, I think yeah. Cohen's doing his best. I mean, yep. they got this. They're going to have this huge. Um, video screen that they're working on. So there's some cool things. They're Jerry Kuzman retired. Keith Hernandez retired. He's righted some wrongs. There's no doubt. Right. There's some personalized there's, there's, it. And again, like like I said, Steve Cohen wants to do this whole takeover with the whole. I'm not sure if digital, but he wants to enhance the experience of fans. Yeah. So I think he's going to do some really cool things over the next few years. I do too. I ask you that though because and there's no right or wrong answer. That it's impossible to know. But like if Steve Cohen owned the Mets when they were implementing their their plan for the new stadium. What would it look like? It might even have a dome. Oh, mm. no question. It might. Final fours here, conventions. Like I, it probably will look. It wouldn't look like Ebbets Field. I'll tell you that. It wouldn't. It'd be better. I, I really would. Say. And yeah. listen, I think he's transitioning into as 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 great of a park he could possibly make out of City Field. He's going to do that. I like City Field. I've always said that. But no, I hear you. It, it was a little. It was a little too Mets benign. Early again, the Dodgers theme over, overrode it, and I I remember being on the radio back then locally, like everybody was complaining. We're the Mets, we're not the Dodgers. I get it. Uh, let's get Corey in Manalapin. What's happening, Corey? How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? What's up, man? We're hey, good. buddy. You know, I, I didn't know. I, I I wasn't able to listen yesterday, but I read where what you. BT, what you said about uh, Cashman, and I looked it up, and I can't believe that he was foolish enough to call us fools <laughs> or spoiled, spoiled children for being Yankee fans. I, I You know, I, I don't understand. Look, do I have problems with some of the things that he does, some of the acquisitions or some of Yes, I do. But you can't call – you have, you have a um, – a way you do things, and that's the Yankee way, I guess. We do things a certain way. We have a certain goal. Our goal is to get at least get to the World Series and hopefully win the World Series. Listen, I'd be very happy to get to the World Series. I don't, you know, I know 2009 is a long time away, but listen, don't call me spoiled for being angry hmm. that we didn't get to the promised land. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I know, listen, I, I'm with you, man. I think Yankee fans, first of all, you feel this, and you, you, I think you feel this. If you don't, I, I don't know what you're watching or what you're listening to, but the Yankees have moved the goalposts. Yes. It's, it's a different feel. You know, you go to Yankee Stadium, 
And, you know, I don't love it like the old stadium. The old stadium was intimidating and different. It was just, but I'm cool. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. A little too much, a little too much like a museum feel for me, but it's whatever. But you go to the new Yankee Stadium, and it's an illumination of individual. You see all the batters, the players, the numbers, which is awesome. But it's also an illumination of team achievement, championship, all the pennants yeah. around the around the upper deck. You know, starting I think in 1903, I think was the first. Just adorns the entire, um, you know, the, the the part of the stadium, right? And so everything that we've been programmed with, and that even goes back to the birth of the Yes Yes Network with the Yankeeographies, and again, further illumination of championships. And for years, starting with Steinbrenner, uh, Jeter always said this. Uh, it didn't matter if Jeter hit three thirty and the Yankees lost uh, on a broken bat, base hit up the middle off Mo. It was a failure. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, like, that's the way he characterized not championship season. So we became that became our mindset, and George did it. Derek did it, Tory did it, uh, and Cashman started to do it. And, you know, what he said over the weekend was just an acknowledgement that he either doesn't believe that anymore uh, or the Yankees aren't willing to spend the way yeah. they used to spend to make sure that that happens anymore. In his defense, just briefly, yeah, it was like he was trying to be, like, wry or witty in how he said it. Like, hey, you might not. You're in Chicago, you know, you, or wherever you is. That was, that was Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. You're the in score Chicago. Yeah, you don't know because you got a you got a winner, you know, with the Cubs. But you know, in New York, they kind of say if you don't win a championship, you don't. Like he was trying to just be relatable. I mean, right? what is he on stage? And I don't know. Yucks at the comedy club. What do you mean he's trying I, to be relatable? He was, he's, he's talking about us in Chicago. He was trying to make. Uh, he was trying to make the Chicago listener understand why. Yankee fans viewed an ALCS appearance as a failure. Yes, but he helped perpetuate that mentality. I don't disagree. Okay, I, and I, I'm by the way, I'm not saying he 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 was right in I how he was you. doing. He was trying to be. He's just contextualizing why you think he may have done it yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, and by the way, the tone is always important. You and I have always said this. One hundred percent tone. It, it is not a vicious tone. It is no. not a takedown no. of Yankee fans. But what I said yesterday, and we spent a lot of time on this yesterday, right? I didn't even come across this until the middle of our show. And I thought it was an incredible topic that I think more people need to talk about, quite frankly, and write about. I'm surprised why nobody's really jumped or fewer jumping into this. But I think when I when I when I saw that and I read it, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. Uh, I've got a fundamental issue with this because I know that Yankee fans have a fundamental issue with this, at least the good ones, the smart ones. It's not arrogance, it's not petulance. It's a change in um, in in mo, mm-hmm. and and I'd like to know when why? that officially happened. Yeah, wh- when why? and why? Yeah, when and why? And I also think, and I and I said this yesterday, and Hoff, I don't know if you reached out to uh, to Jason Zillow. I mean, I've got Cashman's number. I haven't. I don't think. I don't think I've used it in fifteen years. I've, uh, you know, I'm not going to reach out to him. But somebody, re- I think that when you say that, all right, even though it wasn't an egregious takedown hit job. Mm-hmm. That was not the intention. I do agree with you. Yeah. But when you say that in a different city, on a different sports radio station, I believe you owe us an explanation. Now, that might seem, he doesn't owe you a damn thing. Who the hell do you think you are? Right. That's fine. Okay. You're just a fan. I mean, I'm nobody at you're, the end of the day, you're really. You're just a fan. Like, yeah. this deal. I'm a fan with a microphone and I'm a person with opinions. All right, fine. Maybe you don't owe us to us, but I think that you do. And if you don't think that this show is the right landing spot for you, and I promise I would treat Brian with great respect, 
although I would push him on these items, you know I would, I would not be disrespectful. I wouldn't be contentious. I mean, if it became that way, it becomes that way. But I wouldn't go in there looking to bury the guy. I'd want to have a conversation. But if you don't want to do it on our show, do it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't know how you can't address those comments. You can't. That, that's just me. But is anybody asking? That's the question. I, I don't know, Hoff, if you reached out to Jason Zillow like I asked you to reach out. <laughs> well, first of all, you were said you were gonna t- told me to text Cashman directly, which I wasn't going to do. That's true. I, but I, I, I have his number. I know. You should text him. Say well, what's I up. Don't have, I don't have any relationship like that. I, I interviewed well, him maybe should. two or three times say back in the day. Say what's up. Say, hey, how we doing? Let's you make some what? bread. You know what? I will do it. You know what? You're right. That's right. You're absolutely right. I will do it during the break. The worst he I could will do, do it. worst he could do is ignore you. 100%. I, but he's not or, an ignorable or, or, kind of guy. Or say no. That's, well, yeah, he might say that. Yeah. But that's why I've always, even though I've got issues the last couple of years, roster construction, blah, blah, blah. Cashman's always been a stand-up guy. It's part of the reason why he lasted so long here. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a conversation with something that I took issue with. Yes. you should. Yeah. I'm going to text him during the break. I did email Zillow, though, for you. Yeah, he get back to you. No. All right. I'll, I'll, I will reach out to Brian. I'm not even sure it's the same number. I'll try. Got my word. I promise. New phone. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> Who this? Uh, let's get to Anthony in Jersey City. What's up, Ant? How are you today? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm doing good. Hope all is well on your end as well. Yes, good. So, um, so good. Listen, I I was born, you know, in the middle of the 90s. I, I, I don't get to hang my hat on them golden years with the Yankees. So I feel like really where it started with me, was somewhat of the 2000s. I knew what was going on. Oh, one, I was more aware. But I really feel like 03 is where it started with the World Series loss to the Marlins and, you know, then the epic collapse and all the eliminations, you know, that we got handed by, whether that was Detroit or yeah, the Angels. The Angels. Or, or, or Grady Sizemore going yard off Ching Meng Wong, stuff <laughs> like that. So. When I hear, which I'm a big fan of Big Mac, but when I hear constantly defend Cashman, it's like you don't speak for all Yankee fans for, that are like my age because I've seen one World Series and I've seen a lot more heartbreak than anything. Hmm. So when Cashman gets on and, you know, he talks about, you know, we are four games away. No, in reality for me, it feels like we're like 400 miles away from what Houston is. I agree. And, yeah. I agree. And, and and see that, that that's like you know just change the shifts. I'm also a Giants fan. That's like if we constantly kept losing to the Eagles. And Joe Shane goes, well, in all reality, we were 60 minutes away from you know. Yeah, get to the get to the game. championship game. Now like, that's right. What, We'd be like, it, shut it, the hell up, dude. You got your ass kicked, right? Right. It's it, it, it. Yeah, it's it's really like Houston is just that team that I still feel is miles and miles away from what we are, and you know. People even overlook what they did by getting Jose Abreu. That guy's going to be batting six to seven. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of upgrade that is over Gurriel? Uh, Our lineup's still the same. Yeah. So yep. I'm, I, 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 Cashman's full of it, and it, it must be nice to hang your hat on the '90s and when he came in. But for Yankee fans like me, we've seen one World Series and a lot of eliminations. It's good to make the playoffs, but it's even better to win. I would like to experience that more. Yeah, that's no, a good right. call, Ant. I, I got you, buddy. I hear you. I mean, and at the end of the day, that's why Yankee fans are frustrated. Yeah, I Not hear because you. they're not good. It's not like they suck. We understand that they're good. They win a lot more than they don't, yep. but that's not the objective. The objective is to win it all. 100%. And we understand that that's not achievable. Nobody's going to win it all all the time. That doesn't happen. Uh, I think what's most frustrating, but has now gotten to the infuriating part, is that the Yankees keep losing seemingly the same way to the same team. 
that's a problem. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And I'll tell you, though, very stoic today. Here I am dancing as I hear the music. You didn't even react. You all right, buddy? I should react to your dancing? Hip-hop, hooray, yes! <laughs> Placate me. Uh, I got a couple of interesting numbers on some bets that have been placed here so far for the Super Bowl mm-hmm. team. Would you like to hear them? Yes. Before we get back to the phones and talk to you. Uh, Caesars reporting the biggest Super Bowl prop bet so far. 35 large by one better on a no as to whether or not any kickoffs or punts will be brought back to the house. That's at modest 1,400. 35 uh, so large meaning 35,000. All right. Just making sure. What yeah. else could 35 large be? 35 million? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, what's his name? The mattress guy? Oh, the Houston, the Astros guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got a different verbiage. Yeah. I don't understand his verbiage. Yeah. He's <laughs> lost a ton of money this year. Yeah. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It doesn't matter. He's got a lot. Yeah, so 35, Lord, 35,000. So it's at minus 1,400 that nobody will turn a kickoff or a punt. So uh, if that happens and you lay the thirty-five thousand and that does and and you win, you only get back twenty-five hundred. See, I just don't understand. That, I mean, that's listen. If you're betting thirty-five thousand on a prop bet, you're doing pretty well in life. Unless you're a complete degenerate, then I yeah, feel for you. But but to win twenty-five hundred off a thirty-five thousand dollar bet, it's got to be what? a he- it's got to be a hedge, though, right? You always say I this. know that. Yeah, how can you? Because I, otherwise, I can't. I can't understand why you would do that. Yeah, no. Uh, maybe it is. I. I don't think it's a hedge. I don't think it's a stupid thought. You always do say that. Maybe it's a unless deeper. It's a, unless it's a free bet. Maybe. Uh, like, no, no. There's limitations on that. Uh, the biggest Super Bowl prop bet payout comes from a mere eight dollar bet if the Eagles score exactly four points. So a pair of safeties. Those odds are ten thousand to one. Yeah. So if you bet eight and the Eagles score four, you win eighty thousand. Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. It's like Why no, waste it's, your time? It's I a don't low. know. Because sometimes you win. 
So my buddy was doing this around the divisional game, and he picked the exact score. No, it was a championship game. So he picked the exact score of the Bengals over um, the Bills, right? And he got it right. But that's attainable to me somewhat. So he gets it right, and he won $93,000. And you were there when he won it? No, he, like wrote, me, he wrote me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't with him, but he wrote me right away. And Nine, I was like, are you oh. kidding me? Now, how much of that do you tell your wife about? You Let's say, let me let, 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 let me ask you a question, Hoff, because Tiki, I think your answer will be different. First mm. of all, you you have more money. You made more money than us. This guy you makes pro- ridiculous I hear money. You. It didn't matter. It wouldn't matter if his wife was there or not because he got her a Ferrari. I for, got you. For yeah, I hear you. Some of us might might withhold the amount of that victory. I'm not, I'm not so sure. That's not a guy. Oh, it actually is. It is, it is it a guy thing. Not a guy thing. Kind Could of be thing. a guy thing. Actually, it wasn't a Ferrari. I think it was a Bentley. But we let a Bentley, huh? Let's say, Hoff, that you make the money that you win now. Uh, but you make the money that you make now, and you won $93,000. I'd I'd, I would tell her about it because I would reinvest it back into something, whether it's the house or yeah, whatever. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying that you wouldn't tell her, right? But you don't shave off five, six, seven thousand, stick it in the man account. You know, other things you might want to do. But I'd probably give it road. back to her in a different way, though. Like, I would do that, okay. but probably give it back to her in a different way. Like, buy her something that she wasn't expecting. Take her on, like, a crazy vacation she wasn't expecting. That's Halloween. A given. I mean, uh, Valentine's Day is a week away. There you go. No, but so that's is a her given. birthday. Is no, it really? it, of, you're missing the you point. Of course, you're going yeah. to. Her birthday, her birthday is the on Valentine's Day. The day before Man. Valentine's Day. Oh, that's so sucks. brutal. I mean, I love you, but it's brutal. That's brutal. It's your fault. I mean, I did that to myself. Yeah, you did. So. You're missing the point, though. I know you're going to spoil her. I get that. But you don't think there's be something to be said pr- for Probably not because I have a little here, wiggle room down the road? No, because I'm not the type of guy that I'm, like, looking to go. And I don't spend anything on myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just – I just re- probably what I'll probably do is I'll, t- I'll deck out all the kids with something nice. <laughs> to give in. Uh, and, and, and her and nothing for myself because I don't care about that enough. Yeah, no, I'm pretty much the same way. But it's nice to have a few extra bucks. Like, if you go to AC – and you lose. Well, he doesn't go to AC. Well, that's true. All I right, I guess. All right, but I'm saying, like, say if you lose a thousand dollars, and neither do I. And you take it out of the joint checking account, and your wife sees it, she's gonna be up your ass, and rightfully so. Well, hold on, but so here, stick it in a man account. Is here, what I'm saying. Here's the thing: is, but Jesus, what I is would, so hard about because this? here's the thing: is Good I would God never, I, I would have no problem just saying, like, by the way, I just made our our whole family a nice profit. Yeah, yeah. Keeping a thousand for myself, and there's no argument there. Fair enough. I don't, need to, I don't need to hide that. I need to hide is a... I don't, I I don't need to not say it. That's maybe, what you just said. Maybe obscure the complete amount of winning. Nothing to see here. Nothing's happening. It's okay. Uh, yeah, let's keep it moving. Uh, Chris is in Brooklyn. What's up, Chris? How are you today? How's it going, guys? Chris, uh, yeah, I, I was listening to you guys all yesterday talking about Brian Cashman. And I tell you, uh, what the last caller said about T-Mac... He didn't give you the whole story because, man, C-Mac called you out, BT, and I was not happy about it. C-Mac called me out? All right, let's hear it. What happened? Tell us. Fill us in. It's so nice to see that. He had the Hour Bridge show, and he's talking about, you know, he's defending Cashman to the hilt as usual. No Mm -hmm. big thing. But he never once said that Cashman talked about the fans, which he did. He just kept saying about how all... Uh, I don't understand why people like BT say they're offended by this. Huh. Uh, all he said was that, oh, the Yankees had some positives this season. It's like, it left out the biggest point, <laughs> and that's that he called out the fans. And that's why we're so angry. Because, well, that, you know listen, what? That's why I'm the voice of the people, and C-Mac is not. It's apparently, it's that simple. If he's Bring mis- him on. If, if he's misrepresenting what Cashman said, I didn't hear him say that about me. Did he? 
That he, he got after me? Oh, that's fine. He said he, said he didn't he said he didn't understand why you're so offended. And he called you by name. It's like, oh, BT's saying uh, he's offended by this. Damn, it's like, BT. well, you know what? We all are. Get hot here. Uh, I really and I like have one Chris. question for Tiki, if What's that's up, okay. We're going to have to get C-Mac in here, though? Go ahead. I don't, I don't think this is necessary. What's up, Chris? I don't, yeah, you think so? Oh, he dropped you. Yeah. Dro- I didn't drop him. Oh, he dropped himself. Um, he said he had a question. All right, bring him on in. We'll ask you. ask him. What am I asking him? If he called me out. Why don't you ask him? I'll be right here. All right. Why, oh, why, he couldn't wait for oh, this. Dude. C-Mac, so, why it, did you call out BT? We're getting calls here. I see. I don't. I don't think C-Mac's like that. So, I mean, you I mentioned him like by that. name. Yes, hundred percent. You mentioned him by name. Yes, I don't know if I called him. Out. Eventually, eventually, his Mac will come on and he'll be. Yes, others will be privy to this conversation. <laughs> yes, exactly. I definitely well, used. The, I definitely used your name. I called you by I mean, name. I, I don't use Craig. And yeah. was I, it, I, I talked about the point you made and countered it. Or was it a little a, bit? Was it a call out? Like no. a, he has no idea. I, I or think the caller did say something. I said. I said. You know, BT said he's a. Offended and, and I don't understand that, but I don't think I was like, what an idiot that BT is. <laughs> but I said, yeah, BT said he was offended, and I think that's a bit of a stretch. You could have mm. said he was an idiot. That would have made it. Yeah, a I would story. never say. It wouldn't be. I wouldn't like be the BT, first. But to I say. Had to, yeah, but listen. Whenever there is Cashman injustice, you will find me. Well, let's be honest. You Whenever and I, there yeah, are yeah. cheap shots taken, I'll be there. You and I. Yes. We Why do you love him so much? Disagree on the Yankees we, a lot. We, we tend do. to disagree on Why the Yankees. Do you love him yeah. so You're much. a little soft I, on the Yankees. Why? I, I don't think I'm soft on the Yankees. I'm angry when I deserve to be angry. Mm. When there's an interview he does in Chicago, and and first of all, the beginning of the interview. I don't mm. know if you played the whole clip. I didn't. The question he's asked is. You know, here in Chicago, we're trying to come to terms with what the Cubs have done in the offseason, the White Sox have done in the offseason. Which is But nothing. there in New York, yeah, yeah. you guys must be thrilled. Everyone must be happy. That must be an A-plus for uh. you Yankees out there. You re-sign Judge, you get Rodon. You guys must be all thrilled. And the first thing out of Cashman's mouth is, well, let's see if we win. Because it's only an A if you win the World Series. Everything else is an F. So hmm. right now, I'm an F. Uh, First words out of his mouth. He said I'm an F? Well, I think he said if it's not a World Series, it's an F. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know okay. if he said I'm an F, but he insinuated it's an F until I win. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's the first part. So at least yeah. he's aware. Right. Oh, of course. He, that's the thing. Of course he's aware. I didn't think it was malicious, just, no, but I just thought just here's, because the, here's, the, here's the problem. Just because. He's moving the goalpost. He's moving the goalpost. I don't think us. he's moving the goalpost either. Quote, the yeah. reality, and I want to ask you this. The yes. reality was. Yes. We had a hell of another run at it. Yes. You call that a hell of a run? You're a Yankee fan. A, a hell of Dude, a run? Dude, they hit 182 mm. and 162. They right. struck out 53 times at 155 yes. at bats. Yeah. You're, that's a hell well. of a run? That's a problem. No, I understand that. That's a it, mischaracterization of what we watched. And I was at the game. I understand. Game three against the Astros. I felt like I was at a funeral. Right. It was awful. Yeah, they didn't play Hell well. Of a run. They didn't play well in the postseason. They lost to the one team that went on to win the World Series. They are the 29th, you could argue, the 29th best team of 30. And you expect the GM the to go up there and shove a, a you know a, a samurai sword through his stomach oh, because because uh, well, you know they won 90 they won 99 games. They won a division that had three playoff teams in it and went to the ALCS. I don't know another GM in baseball that's going to blatantly just say that's a failure. That's not how he understands why I you think, think that way. But I think I, I think he does understand why the fans feel I that way. I think failure is, is harsh. I agree yeah. with that too. But it is nowhere near the standard what the Yankees should That's be That's the at. thing. 
I, see, Mac, right? think about this. Yeah, George, right? George espoused this. Right. Jeter said this. Yes. Tory said this. And mm-hmm. Cashman always said, if we don't win a championship, it's a failure. Now, yeah. I have a little bit of an issue with that because then the Yankee fans, the younger ones, who all they know is winning, who didn't suffer like I did when I was a kid, I feel like it's 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 almost like there's a, there's a, 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 a an arrogance or a petulance or right. an immaturity. That, uh, you've got to have some balance. You can't win every year. They haven't won since 2009, yes. and Cashman's moving, moving the goalposts. Yeah, now he's, he's saying we had a hell of a run? You're a good so Yankee fan. Have... How do you not see that? I, I understand a what you're saying. A hell of a run? Yeah, I, I think you're parsing. Yeah, it's they, – they, at the beginning of the year, they were playing phenomenal baseball, some of the best we've seen since 1998. There were some injuries, some different things. The two players he brought in to change the dynamic of the team in LeMayhew a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. someone who's a contact hitter, yep. they obviously bring in Ben Benintendi. The two guys he brings in to change the team, which is what you're hearing a lot. Oh, it's the same thing. He's, he falls in love with the right-handed power. He has gone back-to-back years trying to change that. He brings in uh, Carpenter, mm-hmm. who, let's be honest, he was judged when he played. Look at his numbers. No, he had phenomenal. a 1.1 OPS. He was, I'm so he was Aaron Judge. He got hurt. It was great. Uh, There's some injuries. I'm not saying that's yeah, an excuse. Yeah, but it's also because he's 37 years old. I mean, you know I what understand I mean? that. Rizzo worked out. Let's, I understand let's, that. Let's, let's, let's give him credit for so, that. See, Chris, here's one thing that I think some but Yankee I'm, fans miss that defend Cashman. Like, yeah. I look at the payroll, and I don't always look. I don't just throw it in, like, the money. I don't throw that in people's face, but... Even the year before with Odor and uh, and going out and getting Rizzo Odor. and having uh, basically Gardner the previous year is the only lefty source of power, at least the main one. How do you have that kind of payroll and then midseason have to go out and get all these different guys? Like, yeah. at that, at, w- when that's the case yeah. and it happens year after year, like, let's go get Gallo. Let's go get Rizzo. Let's mm-hmm. go get Odor. Let's go get, yeah. you know, like, you're not constructing the roster that, the way it needs to be constructed. I, I don't disagree. And I and I want to also include, like, at the end of last year, if Brian Cashman was let go, it's been 25 years. They haven't won a championship since 2009. You're okay. I wouldn't it. have went nuts. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm I got you, I got you. I'd be a little concerned the next guy would be as good, to be sure, honest with you. Sure, sure. But sure, I, I'm fine with that. But when you talk about, like, the things he said and the other thing, like, you mentioned trade deadline moves all right, there were some trades and other contracts that made the roster not great, and he has to go out and attack it. He has to go out and attack it, right? Mm -hmm. He is not allowed to sit back and go, you know what? I don't know if that's a great trade for this team moving forward, but I got to give it a great run. My fan base deserves that. He will go out and make moves every deadline because he understands complacency is not accepted. He can't be the Red Sox and trade away Mookie Betts. But the moves that he makes are not equating to winning moves. Understandable. The pitchers he brings in, Sonny Gray, Montas, number one shot. Donaldson yep. looks like he's cooked. IKF yep. stinks. I mean, yes. I got it. He makes moves. Yes. How about making some better ones? No, I understand that. But I'm saying sometimes he's forced into making moves. By us or by, by us? Jo- by, no, by, no, us by us. Well, I mean, the idea that to the fans, just, you're going to be a fan. He just can't be complacent. He's got to make the moves. Montas was the second Did best just, available wait, pitcher. Wait, Jermaine just texted me. No, yes. that was somebody else. Oh, okay. Do you, so do you think you'll come on the show? Do you think you'll come on the show? you wish you had <laughs> Cohen money being spent? Well, yeah. And, and, you know, right, come on. we got a break soon. Let's well, that's go. another thing. I mean, yeah, Cashman, Cashman also yeah, I didn't talk Cash, about Cohen, though. Cashman also mentioned perception versus reality. Yeah. And, I mean, listen to the perception we have today. Yeah. I mean, Cohen's doing Cohen everything goes right. Out, Co- out, Cohen goes out and says, I'm willing to spend money. Not $200 million for the player you deemed was the necessary bat to change your offense, but he, he's willing to spend money, right? So now he becomes the guy who's going to lead the Mets into being the most dominant well, team. Saying. Well, I that's mean, what you know, that's what perception. That, that's, that's Ka- Cashman says, you know what? It wasn't as bad as the fans think. We're doomed! <laughs> he says he's going to spend money. They're the most dominant team in the sport. 
I mean, the, He's right. the honest to God is, what happened last year? Reality is, the Yankees had a better season last year. The Mets spent more money than the Yankees did, and the Yankees went two rounds further. Well, listen, and the can, Mets' we, older pitching fell apart. We and can they split hairs on this I, all day, but the bottom line is, a Yankee okay. fan, there's no way you walk away from last season feeling good. No, we, we can I agree. split this into a million pieces. That's true. There is no way I don't, when that season ended, yes. anybody that's a no. Yankee fan, a real Yankee fan like you and I, I did not felt good. I did not feel good. All right, at least I did not feel good. Good terms. I just, I just I like. C-Mac. I'm I like, just I throw the ball with C-Mac. Yeah. I talk to C-Mac. I, just, I pop him on the air once in a while. I give him love on the air. Yeah. And then I'm getting calls telling me that yes. you're taking me down. Not taking you down. Bringing you up were, your brother. points because I think they're valid and worthy of counterpointing mm-hmm. when I have 20 minutes. I'm a C-Mac fan. Thank Good you. I'm there, a tyranny buddy. fan. I'm a tyranny fan. I got, well, I'll you so well, yeah. I was yeah. there Kansas City against Kansas City. <laughs> 200 yards. I was in the building. Yes, I was. Ah, C-Mac. It was cold that day. Hot chocolates. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, brother. All right. Take a little something to read here. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. Yes. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 11.49, back on the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney here. We're going uh, noon. We're going to go all in at 12 noon. We got guy thing, not a guy thing. Hop, did you set up some good ones today? Always do. All right. I would imagine some Super Bowl items are on the uh, guy thing, not a guy thing menu. I still don't believe you about the 93000 bucks. Neither do a lot of people who are tweeting me up. They're saying these guys are just afraid that their wives are listening and they don't want to divulge on the air because they'll feel it when they get home, which I understand. You know my wife writes every check. Every single check. <laughs> when was the last time anybody wrote a check? Uh, I wrote a check to Tegan's tutor. Let me see. When was the last time that I've written, physically written a check? You know what? Uh, there are, uh, probably more than I, th- I yeah. think about it. Like if, yeah, there's been a few. There's certain, Not many. there's certain bills that we pay via check. I hear you. Like some of them we just do online because that's just easiest. But uh-huh. there's certain ones that we just do. Like the, I don't know, the, the trash guy or the whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know what you're it's, saying. It's easier sometimes just write a check. I used to find it oddly therapeutic. Um, like when I got married, I started letting my wife do this, which I never thought I would do. She's just really good at that stuff. And it's one less thing to worry about. But I used to like on Sunday nights, I would order food, get ready for the Sopranos. And I would have like five or six bills, like my rent, my my cell phone, whatever else, and my, my car. And I'd sit down and I, I would just, it was comforting in a yeah. weird way. I'd like actually enjoy so the process. Did you balance your checkbook? Yes, I did. I remember when I, I was did. in college. For a long time, I did. I balanced my Gotta checkbook stop. for a long time. Yeah. I was like, why am I even doing this? They don't need to. I could just <laughs> see the, the, the amount spitting back at me on the uh, on the screen when I take money out exactly. or whatever. I know. Exactly. Or online. Uh, 877-337-6666. How about Bill in Newtown, Connecticut? What's going on, Bill? What's How happening? are you? Hey. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Pleasure, man. Okay. Yeah, listen, I, I kind of think from what uh, – first of all, let me tell you, I'm a Yankee fan. So I think what Cohen did was, you know, he had all that that opposition when he uh, came into the league from the other owners. Oh, they didn't want this really rich guy coming in here yep. and taking over. So I think the first year he kind of just laid a, went, went to a low profile. He didn't do anything crazy the first year or so. And nope. then I think what pissed him off was when he was looking for a general manager – any other year, some guy would have called up and say, hey, I want to talk to your assistant general manager about my general managership. And the teams all of a sudden started saying, no, you can't do that. No, we won't let you give you permission to do this. You can't. We won't give you permission to do that. And I think basically what it boiled down to was, he said, okay, if that's the way they want to play ball, not a problem. 
I'll flex my muscles. I got plenty of them. And here we go. Now he's on a spending spree. And, uh, you know, God bless him. If he wants to, you know, if he can do it, I think it's a challenge in New York because you got ball players who don't want to come to the city for, you know, the obvious reasons that's going on now because their wives don't want to come here. And then you got the taxes. I mean, these guys, you know, make a million dollars a year and they, they're lucky if they take home 600,000, you know. So yeah. why come here when you can go play in Texas and, and take it all home? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was the reason for DeGrom bouncing, but it's hard not to look at, like, take that into consideration. If well, you remember, in, Buck intimated that mm-hmm. DeGrom, looking forward yeah. to eventually hearing what yeah. that is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because I don't gotta, think it's that, about the money. Either. I don't think it is either. But how can you not look at that? This is just a <sighs> lack of a state income tax when I you're know. making that much money. Is a big. It's a lot of money. I know it is. <laughs> Plus, you get more real estate, estate for for less money. You get like a, get a, you own half a county. I know. You get no taxes and your property is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And less expensive. And and, and less expensive for sure. Uh, let me get uh, Ralphie real quick. Flemington and uh, Ralph is on the fan. Ralph, what's up, Ralphie? BT, these guys don't understand the, uh, the assignment here. If you're hitting for 95K, <laughs> you're telling the wife you hit for 60. You take the boys out to maybe Vegas or Myrtle Beach <laughs> for a nice little golf trip for the weekend. I mean, these guys don't understand. You listen. You're telling her you, you brought in sixty k. She should be happy enough, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I, it's funny. I I hear these guys just aren't. They're, they're not saying it. What, I can't pull it out of them. I think that Hoff, on some level, maybe not, but I think that he might be thinking that. But he's a straight shooter. I don't think he lies. So I don't know. And by the way, I wouldn't be lying either. I would just be. Repositioning the finances. A bit. <laughs> it, it's a small, it's a small fib. It's not a lie. You know why? Here's the thing, Ralph. And it's not that you're looking to do anything, you know, untoward with it or mm-hmm. or illegal. It's just that you don't want to deal with the hassle. Like, let's just say, and I haven't been to AC in a while. Tiki knows that I used to enjoy going a lot before the kids were or not a lot, but a couple times a year and having a good time. Whatever. Kids born, that stops. I'm busy. It's all good, right? But like, if you go to AC. And you lose, and again, it's all relative. I'm just throwing fifteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah. For some, some fifteen hundred is a big deal. For others, it's lint in your pocket. So whatever. That's why I say relative. But if you lose the fifteen hundred, and and it really is an issue, not a life changing issue, but enough where your wife's going to get annoyed. Don't you want to kind of circumvent that conversation? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. You, you have to. That's why you stick 5000 in the man account, then you circumvent the the conversation. Because, that's the whole point. Because you're fighting over something that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. I hear you. You're not taking another woman out. You're not going on a cruise with somebody else. You're not buying somebody else diamonds. You just have more money to bet and not get bothered. <laughs> so that really, that's really the end of the day. You're trying to mitigate... Um, unnecessary friction. That's it. Like the friction in a marriage that is unnecessary and dumb. Like on our dying bed, we'll look back, we'll say, why do we even have a, ever have an issue with that? Yeah. I don't mean the big stuff. The big stuff you have to avoid. You've got to be, you've got to be, you've got to come correct with the big stuff. The little stuff, it's just a mere annoyance. Mm. Circumvented. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t